One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to FiberSkincare.com and use code UNFILTERED for 15% off. I think this is huge because you watching your success and your impact and all the things in real time and then hearing that you're not afraid to fail, right? We become sort of people pleasers, perfectionists a lot of times, and also we're just, we're scared to fail. Drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. Gosh, I feel everyone must say this to you, but I feel like everything I see all the time is now in real life. So you guys are incredible. I'm super on it. I feel the same way. That's what social media does. It's super weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I also, I feel like it is so crazy when you follow someone and you watch them, you know, the way they talk and you know, their body language and all that, that you feel like you actually know them. And the crazy thing is we've never met you before, but once I didn't know this, I know once we almost crossed paths with you, I saw you from a distance and we were literally on our way out and you were on our way in. And I think it was like, I think it was LA and I think it was last year. And we went to the conference of the, uh, we weren't at the conference, but we went to interview someone that was at the Lewis. Tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Lewis house. Was it Lewis? So I remember, I think Ed Milet. Was it Ed Milet? Not Lewis, Ed. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was sitting in the lobby because I was giving a keynote for um, Teddy Mellencamp's event, right? Yeah. Yes. And I saw you guys with Ed Milet and I'm like, oh, I was all excited. And then I think 
I think you guys were flying out right away, or you had to, yeah. you were catching so flight. We didn't. So we never met. We, we never, never did. We just we were going. We were going there for something else, but we wanted to interview Ed. And Ed was like, "I'm at this conference. I can get a room. You guys come. We'll do the podcast." And then we left. We weren't a part of the conference, but as we were leaving, he went up and walked to you, and I was like, oh, "There she is!" But then you guys were talking, and you were about to head in, and we were leaving, and so that was it. Ed's so great, uh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I just met him recently. I've listened to his stuff for a long time. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's incredible. Like incredible. Where are you right now? In Los Angeles. So you're, you are there, you are there like in your, for you know, some people left for COVID and they, yeah. they, they just didn't stay, but you're there and you're, you're great and everything's good. Yeah, I feel like everyone's moving right now out of out of California, like heading to all different places, Nashville, Austin, Florida. Wow. I'm here. I'm in Cali. <laughs> I'm okay, here. Let's, we need to introduce you because um, we haven't introduced you yet. It's so exciting to meet you. And I love that you listen to Ed too. Like, do you even need to listen to anybody else? Are you not everyone's inspiration? Could you please, your name is Jamie Curran Lima. Can you tell us, for anybody who doesn't know who you are, every woman that's listening to, to this, guys, you need to know who this woman is. Can you tell us just who you are and what you do? Of course. So uh, first and foremost, I'm a Cat and Nat fan. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know... I think if you Google my story, the first thing you see is I founded a company called It Cosmetics, um, went from Denny's waitress to launching a dream and spent the first three years thinking it was going to work and kind of hearing no and being rejected uh, hundreds of times from all the big beauty retailers and kind of went through this three-year season I didn't know if our company was going to make it. I started it with my husband in our living room uh, and then eventually... Um, Eventually got some yeses and kind of went on this 10-year journey um, of, of building It Cosmetics. So right now, as we're talking together live, it's uh, it's the largest makeup company, luxury makeup company in the country, uh, which was crazy uh, in the U.S. because it, it almost didn't make it for so many years. And um, But really, at the end of the day, I am a mom. I am a girl who went on a journey of like not believing in herself and, and learning how to believe in myself and how to trust myself and, and really just someone who, who kind of spent my whole life doubting I'm enough and am on this journey of, of, of knowing I'm enough and um, just honored to share it. And I think a big part of what you guys do and how you show up, just to say this right out of the gate, uh, I think it inspires millions of women, including myself, uh, to feel less alone and more enough and also to laugh our butts off and <laughs> all, all the things and I just want to you you know it's really it's so timely we're having this conversation because not only is your book launching at the end of February and people can buy it everywhere right end of February am I right Believe on that it. Oh my gosh. I mean, I have heart. I literally just got heart palpitations when you said that. Yeah, it's Feb, Feb 23rd. So we're, yeah, Feb 23rd and it's called Believe It. And I mean, it's 95% of the stuff I've never shared before, but okay, well, my Nat has a million questions about the girlfriends <laughs> and the things and the things I just, I want to tell you yesterday we did a kind of just a chat with women who are in transition and it was just to get on live and like, be like, let's talk about like you have vision boards, but what, what's stopping you from actually like, you know, thinking you can do it. And we knew what their answer would be, but we wanted them all to see what their answers would be. And we said, 
you know, what, who's your biggest critic? And you can guess who they said, I'm assuming it was themselves. It was them. It was, you know, them sitting there and being like, I am my biggest critic. And I just, you just said you got a million no's. Like, is this a- I love your mug. It's my book. (laughs) Listen. Is, is this a woman thing? Is this a man thing? Is this a learnt thing? You you obviously went through it, but how? But somehow going through with all those no's, which a lot of these women are like, if I heard that many no's, I would just quit. How the heck do you deal with all those no's and then continue to believe in it? Yeah, I'm. So, first of all, thank you for asking that question because I think when we share these no's and we share this rejection, uh, again, back to what you guys do every single day helps everyone feel less alone. So thank you for even asking that. I think this is huge because when you Google my story, you don't see that. You just see like a fairy tale Cinderella story. And I realized from getting so many DMs on Instagram that you know women think like, oh, did you just have connections or did you just get lucky or did you? And I'm like. No. And, and a big part of the journey was handling the no's and, and how. So, um, so thank you for asking that. Yeah. Just, just to use, I guess once one quick story, that's an example of this that maybe, um, cause I think everybody listening right now probably has rejection in some form. And then how do you handle your own inner critic from like not taking over? Right. I think when we, when we, when we listen to our own inner critic and when we turn the volume up on that instead of learning how to turn it down, I think we end up literally talking ourselves out of our own truth and our own calling and our own purpose in, in this life. And so I think one of our greatest journeys, literally every human being and especially every woman and, and doubly, now that I'm a mom, now mm-hmm. that I'm a mom, because <laughs> I've been CEO of a billion dollar company and I've been a mom. Being a mom is harder. <laughs> Hand Listen down. Listen to that, ladies. Listen to that. A billion dollar company. Mom is harder. Mom is harder. And and I also noticed since being a mom too, which I love that you guys talk about this a lot, but my inner critic has gotten louder. And, and, and you know, comparison, all those things that every human being deals with, uh, I think, I think gets doubled down on us w- when we become a mom. And so I think learning how, and, and, you know, I talk about this a lot and believe it, this idea of how do you turn down the volume? Like I imagine, I imagine this imaginary volume dial literally in my own head. When I hear my inner critic come out that says, Jamie, you're not qualified or you're not enough, or you're all these things. I have to literally imagine myself turning or by the way, by the way, sometimes it's our partner. (laughs) Sometimes it's our friends and family who love us. Sometimes it's our kiddos. Sometimes it's whoever they mean well, but they say something like, are you sure you should quit your job and go after that? Or what do you know about doing that? Or, you know, all the things, right. And they mean well, but I've learned to like literally imagine this volume dial and I turn down the volume on that. And I have to, and this is a daily thing, by the way, still to this day, I have to like intentionally imagine myself turning up the volume on other words that replace those words that I know are true, even when they're hard to believe. Like, oh, you've all, you, might, you might have no experience in beauty, Jamie, but you, you're going to figure this out. Like you've always figured it out or you're going to work hard or you're not going to let, you know, no stop you, all those things. Right. And I try to just turn down, turn up the volume on those things. And I think every single person in our daily 
lives needs to do this because what I think happens is we end up right. So I, so when I went on this three year journey of, of, of hearing no's the first three years of my company and we got down to under a thousand dollars in our bank account, uh, which was personal and company combined. And I was like, I kept feeling in my intuition like this. I was supposed to be doing this. Like I was supposed to be creating this makeup company that solved my own skin problems and also helped to, to shift culture around the kind of images we see for beauty. And I just had this big dream and it kept feeling right. But sometimes like our, we start to second guess our own gut when there's no proof around us that we're right. And so for three years, it was like all the no's, all the beauty experts like Sephora and all the department stores and uh, QVC, they all said, no, you're not, you're not the right fit. Um, we don't want to bet on you. We don't think you'll make us money, right? All those things. And when you have experts telling you they don't think you're going to make it. And then you have, you know, there's no proof around you that you're going to make it. And then you have friends and family worried about you. At the end of the day, learning how to turn down the volume on all that, including your own self-doubt and like hearing your own gut. For me, I've done a, a million things wrong in my journey. Um, and I share all those too in the book. But like one of the things I did right was, was I learned to hear my own gut and I, and I made the decision to trust myself uh, when it said, keep going, I'm supposed to be doing this. Um, and that changed everything. You know, I feel like a lot of people, they get, they, you know, they fail or uh, they, they try and they fail. And then they're like, well, I don't have it in me to, to do more. They just feel so crushed, crushed by failing. And, you yeah. know, I, I, Kat and I, sometimes we joke because we were never, um, super successful like in school or in any of the traditional things where other people were shining so we're like every time something doesn't work out for us we're almost like we have great practice in failing we're like if something really turns out well we're like well this is new this is very exciting but when you say like you learn how to like trust your gut I think that like that inner, it's, it's, it feels like it can be such a small thing inside you. If people want to tune into that and they want to hear it, it's like in their mind, they know what they have is a great idea, but they need to like, they don't know how to do it. Is there a feeling? Their gut. Is there a feeling in your, what's the gut? Yeah. You yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to share a thought with you really fast. <laughs> I have a question for you. If it's okay to ask, do you guys think that part of like what you do now and why you're so successful everywhere, um, which I'll just say that about you because it, it's true. Um, <laughs> We're Do you feel like you're not afraid to fail? And that's a big part of it. And that's oh a big God, part of it. You know, yes. I think it's sort of our detriment too, because we also are, are shocked when we're successful. And, and <laughs> you know, I think that when you learn, you know, I dropped out of high school, when you learn to not be afraid or ashamed of what or who you were, you let go of all these expectations. Like so many people are afraid to say, I can't afford it. You know what? I just can't afford it. Like, you know, this is, I don't have the money. Like I can't go out for dinner because I have no money in my bank account. Like all these secrets that we've been taught to keep or not share, you know, I'm having a hard time with my husband, right? I'm not, but like, you know, all these things where, ah, where rumors, no, like it's very, it's like, mm -hmm you have to constantly front yourself. And I think that yeah. we're gifted at our gift is being okay with our flaws. But I also think that yeah. like, although they were traditional failures, I think what it sort of showed us is that we don't have to follow the path where everybody else is successful. Like I remember when I wasn't going to be able to afford to go to um, university, which is you guys call it college, but yeah. it's not a community college, but university. I couldn't afford unless I, I took out loans. And I also didn't have the marks to get in. And I remember someone saying to me, like, you're never going to get a job if you don't go to university. And I was like, mm. I, and I remember thinking to myself, I don't necessarily think that's true. I, 
I think mm. I can be successful and not have to go spend all that money for the four years and maybe study something that may or may not apply to a job or something I want to do in the future. And so like the failures that look like failures to other people were sometimes just like if they were successes in other ways, you know? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nat. Totally. And one thing you just said too that's so powerful is that when that person told you that, you didn't, you already knew that they were wrong. You had that feeling like you knew, right? So you trusted yourself in that, which I think is huge. And one thing before I forget, oh my gosh, then I want to share something. Uh, this is so big. Um, what you just said about failing, I think too, and just sharing too, that like for, for all of us, right? Cause I'm part of your community too. And, and appreciate you, everything, how you guys show up in the world so much, but for me and everyone else, part of your community right now, like listening to this, I think this is huge because you watching your success and your impact and all the things in real time, and then hearing that you're not afraid to fail. Right. 
I think this is so big because when you look at like all the research, it shows even, even women, it should like so many studies show that women won't ask for a raise until they meet a hundred percent of the qualifications or won't ask for a promotion. Whereas men at 60%, right? When they meet about 60% of the qualifications, they'll ask for a raise or they'll ask for a promotion uh, or apply for a job. And for women, it's a hundred percent. And it's because we're from the time we're little, we become sort of people pleasers, perfectionists a lot of times. And also we're just, we're scared to fail. And we wait until we think we're going to have it perfect to, to, to go, take the dream and take the big step and launch the thing. And I feel like that is such a disservice because we end up literally never stepping into the person we're born to be. We end up staying in our comfort zone, like letting it chip away at our soul mm-hmm. and you guys are living, breathing examples. Um, and I hope and pray I am too, because I've been trying to, I've been, oh my gosh, there's been so many things where I've been like, you know what? It's because I wasn't afraid to fail over and over and over. And I wasn't afraid to get rejected over and over and over and over uh, that this eventually happened, right? And, you know, one one big thing that um, uh, that stands out to me is, you know, we were a couple years into our company and just hearing no's from everyone I didn't know that one day the company would be a success, but I just kept having this feeling kind of like when you just described the person said, Oh, you need to go to to university to make it. And you're like, Oh no, I don't think so. Right. I just kept having this feeling that I was supposed to be doing it. uh, But, but I didn't know how we were going to survive. And a couple of years into the business, uh, we got a call from a potential investor. um, And I was so excited because we were down to no money. And this investor ran this big private equity company. And they invested in all of these uh, consumer product companies that we all buy in the grocery store, like big names that and they invested in a lot of them when they're teeny tiny before anyone knew them and made them in household names. And I was freaking out because I'm like, Oh, my gosh, if they invest in our company, a I'm not going to go bankrupt. B, maybe they can use their leverage to get us into these stores that are are telling me no. I was so excited. And we started the meetings and uh, uh, meeting after meeting. And we got to the diligence phase, which is where we show them, you know, product, future product launches and projections and all that. And it came down to the last meeting. And I thought it was the day my life was going to change. And I'll never forget my husband and I flew up for the meeting. And we were standing there about three feet away from the head guy and he thanked us and he said, we really love your product, uh, but it's a no. We're going to pass on investing in it cosmetics, right? Aww. And I sat there and I, I said, okay, can you tell me why? Can you give me some feedback? Because feedback's usually a gift. And I'll never forget this moment in my life. It was a defining moment. And, and I think so many people will be able to relate to this because we all have these moments in different in different ways. Uh, but when I asked him like, Oh, why is it a no? You know, he looked at me and he's like, he's like three feet from my face. Um, and he said, uh, do you want me to be really honest with you? And I said, yes, please. And he said, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your body and no, your weight. Oh my, did not. oh my God. Oh you my God. Lying. Oh my God. <laughs> and I sat there and it was wild because for me, um, you know, a lifetime of body doubt, like, like flooded my body all at once. And I was, was watching these words come out of his mouth. Two things happened though. And this is your story reminded me of this story. Two things happened in that moment. I mean, listen, I went to my car and bawled my eyes out. I had to figure out how to not replay those words over and over forever. Um, but in that moment, 
in that moment when he's literally three feet from me saying those words, I remember like distinctly, I remember having this feeling in my gut, like deep down inside, like he's wrong. Just like what you just said about university. I was like, he's wrong. And I knew it. I felt it. Um, and, and, and I also realized, oh, wow, this dude is passing on investing in my company because he's just as much, I don't want to say a victim, but, but uh, impacted by the whole beauty industry too that tells well, you to look a certain way to make money, right? So it fueled me more to yeah. keep going. Um, and one last thing to share, just because I think like, it's fun when we share our victories too, is um, <laughs> six years later, the day uh, L'Oreal acquired at Cosmetics, they they did a big press release. So it went everywhere uh, when the day I sold my company. And it, so it was all over the homepages of, of Wall Street Journal and everywhere. And I got, a, I hadn't heard from him in six years. And I actually got an email from him. Uh, and he said, uh, congratulations from that investor, the guy that said no. Yes. He said, uh, congratulations. Uh, I'm so happy for you. I was wrong. And wow. yeah. And, and, and I, this is the cool part about, uh, life is I learned like it would have been the most successful investment in his firm's history, but, but also Kat and Nat, I'm telling you there, there's a famous saying, um, rejection is God's protection, uh, which you could also say rejection is the universe's protection, right? It's, it applies differently for everybody, but like, had he had he not rejected me, I was so desperate at the time. I probably would have given him the majority of the company for almost no money and right. and thought and been and been grateful because he didn't believe in me, even though it sucked at the time. It was so painful. Um, fast forward six years, we were still of the biggest shareholders of the company when we sold it. So it was like life change. So thank God he didn't believe in me at the time. Um, and anyways, oh sometimes God. we get these rejections and they suck, but like, I, I, I try to keep that faith. I think totally. it's so important to remember though, too, that f- failure and rejection aren't like, just because you can handle it doesn't mean you don't feel it. So you can totally, totally. feel like yes. you can get it. It can get you down. And that, I think a lot of people think that, you know, rejection and failure, you just, when you have gone through it, there's no, you're kind of like, I'm immune to it. It's fine. It's good. No, you can still definitely, but how do you move through it? And if you don't feel it, you don't grow from it, right? Like if you don't feel anything, you might be a little bit too medicated or something, but you have to feel. (laughs) That's okay. You got to be able to still feel. And and yet to be able to feel it, exactly. If you were just, just like not feel it and carry on, you wouldn't have learned that 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 wasn't the right person for you. And that wasn't the person that was going to put forth your company the way you wanted it to be, because you absolutely needed to be the leader of this company for it to be the way that it for the way to sell the way that it didn't do so well and if they had put you know who knows who who you would have put in your place I love that you share that that it's okay to feel it because yeah even to this day I feel it I feel hurt to this now anytime I get rejected or anytime like a friend doesn't show up for me how I hope they would or you know what I mean? I mean, yes. to this day, it like will destroy me inside. And yep. I think it's good to share those things because I think a lot of people are embarrassed when they feel, when they sob their eyes out for days or they feel like it's a weakness. I don't, I don't think it is. I think or it's when you get great. rejected, that feeling of yeah. rejection is like, you know, it's ironic yeah. you share that story because we were out in LA for TV and we got a, a huge deal in February uh, fast forward and our, yeah, a- our, our agents ever. were like, this is unheard of. This doesn't happen. Our agent at WME called us, you know, fast forward to April, the deal's gone, done because of 
life's COVID, you know, all the circumstances, maybe. Or protection. Yep. Or protection. <laughs> and it was like a major, it was like, what? You know, it was another knock, but it's again, it fueled us to go, all right, where can we go next? How can we call? So I think the feeling, what I, mm-hmm. I love about what your book and what you're talking about, and, you know, everyone needs the book because women often you see someone who has an idea and then you see the success, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I actually use Sarah Blakely as an example who I had, don't know much about, but mad respect because she obviously started it in her university room, Spanx from here to there. Mm-hmm. And, but her story is you see that she had the idea and then you see her building of like, you know, success and the in-between everyone can say I had hardships. It was really hard. I had no's, but when you can't relate to the story of a man sitting there and telling you to your face, the reason you're not successful, it's very easy in your own brain because storytelling is what brings us all together. When you can actually take the humanity in someone's story, then you can relay it to yourself and say, well, I can maybe do that because maybe your mom or dad used to say that to you that, you know, that's a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Get a real job. So the fact that you take these real life examples and you also have your friend stories in and the book. Jamie, so, okay, yeah. so you, you, we got your book. I probably read maybe five books in my life, including the one we wrote. Like, I am not a very good reader. I have all intentions of sitting and reading. So as soon as I got it, I looked for the audio book and it wasn't out yet. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, I like, mom, could you, my mom would read it in a day. And so I gave it to her at the time. She knew who you were. She said, like, loves, loves, loves you. Natalie, she says, you have to read this book. You're going to love it. I know you don't read books, but this book you're going to love. She's telling me all about your girlfriends. And let me tell you all about their past and where they are now. Look at the picture, Natalie. She's like, you take this book, Natalie, and you sit down your ass and you read this book. Um, But when my mom was telling me about your girlfriends and all of you, like, I was wondering, did a lot of your like belief in yourself and, and, and your, and your company and building, were those girls there to like cheerlead you on? And was that helpful or were they, were they, were they less important because they were busy doing their own thing? Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Yeah, I think I feel like who we surround ourselves with, right, is is so important. In terms, I should I should qualify that who we turn the volume up on in our lives. <laughs> So important, right? So the two of you, I turn the volume up on, right? Intentionally, meaning like I actually am a more confident woman and mom because of your show, right? Because of the content you guys put out. And so, so I want to say this because I think you know, and I share some of some of how I I um, brought different women into my life and my and they're so different. They have different faiths, different. Uh, backgrounds different. They vote different. They love different, all the stuff. Right. But, but like the commonality is, uh, uh, they authentically want the best for me. You know what I mean? And they'll call me out on my own BS if I, but they authentically want the best for me. And I think, you know, a big, a big lesson I learned, um, talking about friends and girls and all that, you know, I talk for for the first time. There's oh my gosh, I'm actually have heart palpitations about this because there's so many stories I've never shared before that I'm sharing in this book, but I'm only doing it because to your point, when we share stories, it's it's sometimes how we connect and we realize, oh, this is possible, or oh, here's how to navigate that, or oh, I'm not alone in this. And one of the seasons I went through when it comes to girlfriends, which was hard, was I thought um that some of the women, you know, some of the other women brand founders around me were friends in the QVC green room. And, and a lot of them were by the, by the time we finally got a shot on QVC. And when our brand started uh, uh, taking off, because we were so under the radar and barely selling anything for so many years. And all of a sudden women started spreading the word and getting the product in their hands and posting their own befores and afters online. And we started doing really, really well on QVC. And I realized, oh gosh, not everyone is happy for you when you do, when you do really, really well. Um, you know, they see it through the lens of their own fear. Right. And, and uh, I went through really that last statement, Jimmy, that's like the most important statement you can make on girls and friendships and women is that it's often not you. And, you know, we try to steer clear of jealousy of the word jealousy amongst our daughters, because that word is almost like, oh, they're just jealous. And that's a really, that's a really easy excuse, but really it's because they don't know themselves well enough to know that feeling that they're feeling that makes them insecure because you know yourself well. So we turn to this feeling of wanting to kind of be mean because it's a natural response. But what you're saying is it's their they, own fear. And, and they don't feel comfortable and, and safe watching someone else be so successful for the fear that maybe it won't happen to them if it happens to you, which we all know is not the case. Exactly. Like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And when we're going through it, though, it's hard. There were times where uh, there was a really small group of three other women and they, uh, started really bullying me. I, I'd never experienced that in my life. And uh, it was really tough. And I'm in my 30s, right? I was in my 30s uh, uh, and was dealing with this while trying to go on air and, and sell my products live on TV. And there's all this bullying in the green room. And it was a really tough season. And I used to just leave QVC and just like sit in my car and sob, like sob for like an hour, all my makeup off until I could finally like take a deep breath and drive to the hotel room and get an hour of sleep and come back for another show. And it was, it was really a tough season. And I, uh, it came out of it though, with, with a big lesson, I think, and I think this is huge for anyone dealing with comparison because it's so easy on social media to see, Oh, what everyone else is doing or 
especially as a mom, every, you know, so many people look like a perfect, like all the, these things. And, and, and when we only see that, we're like, oh, am I a bad mom? Oh, I, oh, you know, all the things, right? And in this journey and in one of the, the big kind of stories and lessons I talk about in the book, um, I go super granular on it and, and I won't do that here, but just the, the, um, the season of having mean girls, <laughs> mean adult grown women, um, and going through it and having them see me exactly what you just said, see my success as a threat to their own, uh, uh and going through all that how I came out of it in a big way was this realization. And I believe this to my core that like, we are not here to compete with anyone else. Uh, we're here to compete with just the only, only person we're here to compete with is like literally the person we know we're born capable of becoming. And I knew that that person, like I, I had this big epiphany where I'm like, Oh, like that's, that's the victory is, is becoming the person we know we're capable of becoming anything else is a distraction and anyone else's, you know, and, and it even, I started applying these to my business principles to my business, because as we were growing, you know, we finally, we, we built to over a thousand employees in our company and it was wild. And I was so blessed to hire people way smarter than I am. And, but I also hired a lot of people that came from the beauty industry and they were trained to show me all the data on what other brands are doing and what other brands are launching and what's selling in the marketplace. And I learned this lesson, A, that you can't fake authenticity. Um, and, and B, I would, t- I would tell my employees until they could just, they were so sick of the saying, but I would always say to them, our biggest threat to our business isn't our competition. It's if we ever get distracted by it and have it tempt us to dilute our own secret sauce. Because once you start diluting your own authenticity of, of like the person you're born to be, you you that, that's a, the biggest recipe for failure. And one of the one of the big things I talk about in the book is is me learning this and seeing it play out before my eyes because I've now met tens of thousands of entrepreneurs and, and gotten to watch which ones make it and which ones don't. And, and the biggest thing I've learned is 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 that authenticity alone. Uh, doesn't guarantee success, but inauthenticity guarantees failure. And why your TV deal is going to come back bigger and stronger is because y'all show up fully authentically. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why it's freaking magic. And that's why it inspires women like me uh, because I feel less alone because you're so authentic in all the stuff, the good, the bad, the funny, all of it, right? And it's like, it's like when people get that own lesson and so few people get it because they show up as their representative, who they think yeah. other people want them to be, to be successful. And that just creates a, a barrier of disconnection between their community or their customers or their friends and partner. Well, they're chasing a, they're chasing a success based on someone else's authenticity, which doesn't make sense because it's not your authenticity, but when you begin to chase, you be like you say, you 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 fail in the wrong ways. You're not failing in the authentic ways. So, yeah. holy and Jamie. Cow. So you sold the you sold um the company. Uh, you sold the company. How many years ago? Uh, three years ago. Three and a half. Does that mm-hmm. mean that? Do you still work for the company? 
Yeah. So what happened? Um, so I agreed uh, to stay on as the CEO of the company and there's nothing financially holding me to it, but, uh, but I gave them my word that I would stay for three years. And so, um, so it was pretty, uh, cool in the sense of, you know, I started this scrappy business, couldn't afford to pay myself the first three years as I shared and had to do, oh my gosh, I share all the crazy stuff in the book about like all the jobs I tried to do myself and how, when I couldn't afford to hire anyone, I was trying to, trying to just figure it all out and all the stuff we did to do that. And, uh, so, so it was wild to then, you know, be acquired by L'Oreal and, uh, and see inside of this massive company. And it was a really, cool experience. I felt underdressed every single day of my life. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and, uh, but it was this kind of like really wild moment where I was just like, wow, you know, when I was waitressing tables at Denny's, I didn't imagine I would be inside of L'Oreal headquarters in Paris. And I, you know, it was the coolest experience. So, so I gave them my word. I would stay for three years. Um, and I kept my CEO title at cosmetics. So that meant that I was the first woman in their hundred plus year history to hold a CEO title of any brand, uh, which was really fun. And I learned a ton. And in, in three years, how uh, ironic is that? Yeah, you were the only CEO cosmetics. in cosmetics of a beauty brand. That's a woman. That's a woman. Well, the, I, I, I believe, you know, that, what is that saying? Uh, won't be the last. There's going to be a lot more because, because I mean, for so sure. <laughs> So there should be, you know, yeah. Yeah. So are, you, are you done there now? Yeah. So, so I double, so we doubled the size of the business in the first two years after they bought it and I ran it for three years. And then I just had this knowing we talk about, and, and by the way, oh my gosh. Okay. So, you know, I would, when we started doing really, really well is when I started hearing from book agents and producers and stuff about my story. And I always had this feeling like I didn't want to do it unless I, I knew it would be authentic. And they're like, well, we can have a ghostwriter or whatever. And I always said no, because I was so focused on running the business. So I said no to meetings for five years. And about a year and a half ago, I just had this feeling like, okay, I'm supposed to give or serve at, 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 a, at a whole new level and, and share everything I've gone through. Because what I've learned is like, when we share that stuff, it's the most fulfilling when you have like, like even right now, um, I'm doing a, an insider kind of launch group for the book. And so a few people just like your mom are starting to read the book and I'm getting messages of women saying like, Oh my gosh, this week I made the decision to trust myself and it worked. And I'm just like, like sobbing at my computer. This is where I get my greatest joy and my greatest fulfillment. And so I decided to, to, to step away, um, because some, you know, sometimes knowing when to let go of a dream is is as important as knowing when to go after one, right? And I, I just had this knowing that it's time to just, hopefully, God willing, use everything I've gone through to help, hopefully, be of service to somebody else. And so I sat in my house all alone and uh, sobbed my eyes out and binge ate Lucky Charms and wrote every word in the eighty thousand words in the book. Wow. And uh, yeah. You always so you I feel like you're the most soothing. Yeah. Like you are. You're relaxing. So, so relaxing and happy. Yeah, like such a gentle, <laughs> positive en- energy. It's so love. Is that always? I mean, I think I'm the kind of person where I always show up loving. Um, I'm probably always underestimated for that reason. Because like inside, I'm like so uh on fire. Okay. Uh but like, I don't just, I don't waste a second of my life uh, 
judging or you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I just like have, I mean we have no judgment over here. <laughs> we don't believe no, no, no judge. No, we cannot judge over here. We do not judge. That is the worst thing we can do over here. Jamie, I am I am going to freaking start this book tonight. Now I have I feel like I have a million other questions, but I mean I am sure that we will meet in person and then we will um Yeah I've well, got I've I don't got... know if you drink but I will Yes I do. <laughs> I literally okay so this is this coffee mug is coffee but I would say like I feel more coffee. I love wine in my coffee mugs. Um, my husband's like, why don't you use a wine glass? And I'm like, I feel like it tastes better yeah. in a coffee mug. So I'm over as easily or break. Exactly. And then my daughter, my daughter goes, coffee, coffee, mama, coffee. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, I want to know. I want to know so much more about you. But so homeschool has ended, and I'm getting inundated with phone calls of exactly where I am oh, because yes. God forbid I leave for more than 45 oh, minutes. God. Are your kids in school yet? They're too young, right? Too Don't young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We went on this big journey. It was like 10 years of not being able to have kids, and I went through this whole thing and. Uh, kind of in parallel to, to building the company. So I talk about that for the first time too, the, the whole servicey process and adoption process, all of that. And then, um, uh, and, but yeah, we, we have our, our daughter named Wonder who is two. And then our little nugget, our little guy Wilder, who is well, uh, just turned I, nine I months. So that that you shared that journey on social media too. It was just like, I feel like that went really fast mm-hmm. by the way. I know that time flew. <laughs> I, I know. Like, right. I know it's, so fast. Okay. Um, sure. So you, everyone can find you um, at your website. Do you have a podcast? No, no. But if I ever do, I'm going to be like begging you guys to be on it. Well, you, I mean, we'll consider it. We're very busy over here. No, I think we might be able to come you, on. I mean, if you ever have time, you need one because I swear, just the converse, your just voice. Your voice is like what I would listen to. Your converse. You I hear what you're saying. Like even, you know, it's like. You could do 12. I think Oprah did like 12 and that was, like, you could just do a series and be, it's amazing. She can also do like a calming one, like, you know, like Harry Styles has yeah. the one that, yeah. The, no, <laughs> all your talents. So, <laughs> your website, where can they find everything? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, so jamiekernlima.com. I'm on Instagram the most probably of any platform at jamiekernlima. Um, and the book, uh, the book, which is in Canada and the US, uh, but the book we're doing uh, on believeit.com is probably the best place because on because the book's called believe it and then believe it.com um will take you to all the retailers like there's independent bookstores target amazon all, all the places what um they, uh, when they pre-order can they pre-order yes yes you can and if you pre-order there's all these free gifts actually thank you oh. guys see you're the pro authors i'm the rookie oh, author so no, that's really no, even, no. I, oh girl you what are the your, gifts yeah what are the gifts oh yeah so if you pre-order it anywhere you can grab it anywhere it's sold and then if you go to believeit.com um so i did uh, uh, uh my first ever course called becoming unstoppable how to overcome the things holding you back and you get that for free uh and i also wrote this um it's like a 95 it ended up being 95 pages an action plan, how to implement all the lessons from the book, like into your real life. Um, so you get that for free too. It's all on believeit.com. And I don't know, I've just read so many books where I feel like, oh, they're so great. But like, how do I apply that to my life? And yes. how do I, you know what I mean? So I really what wanted you're to. you're doing, a lot of what people do is empty empowerment, but through storytelling and action you're not. plans. No, through action mm-hmm. plans, you're actually helping them implement their own action plans. So they're not just stuck with, I love this idea, but what do I do? So what a gift for people. What a gift. Wow. Yeah. And is there there an audio? 
There will be. There will be. It doesn't come out till Feb 23rd. There will be, though. Is um, it your voice? It is. Yeah, I read yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Wasn't that fun to record? We loved doing the audio book. Did you? Yeah, I was literally crying in the booth. I'm like, oh, my gosh, because some of the stories are really Aww. crazy. So it's... um. Yeah, there's some real crazy stuff in this book. And so, yeah, and 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 I love that. And the other thing too, just just to share is um, you know, I this helps drive me, but it's also just such a hard season for so many people. So I'm donating hundred percent of the proceeds from the book uh to um Together Rising, which is Glennon Doyle's charity, and then also Feeding America. So hundred percent of author royalties and proceeds and it's all being donated. And I'm literally just doing this because I feel like so many people are like literally are just inundated with self doubt and like they know they're made for more, but they doubt it anyways. And yes. it's, it's really a book about how do you believe in yourself and trust right. yourself? Here's you know, you're not going to do, I'm they're so going to buy the book. They're going to share the book on their socials because the power of social and Instagram oh, is yeah. totally insane. The proceeds go back to amazing causes Jamie, thank you for taking time. We know these media junkets and podcasts are exhausting because you have to show up for a a series of hours. And thank you for showing up 100% and giving us your time and your smiles and your conversations. It means so much to us. And uh, this book is right in the wheelhouse of all of our moms because the fact that most of them go to bed wondering what they've done wrong in the day and why they can't do more right is what exactly they all need right now. So Thank you so much. I cannot wait to have mug wine with you one day in real life. <laughs> I'm doing it, one, by the way, but I love it. Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah. And thank cool. you for that. Anyone that posts, I'll repost too. And yeah. I'm super, I'm super grateful. So thank you so much. I love both of you. Um, and it's an honor to be in your community as yeah. like one of your champions. So well, thank you for everything you do. Yeah. We can't wait. And, and just thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you.